In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Living into our Christian faith begins quite simply. It begins through the changing waters of life during the sacrament of baptism that transforms each and every one of us. As the witnesses on that holy mountain watched Jesus being transformed, we today will witness a transformation in the new birth of Summer Cruz Bull. And so Summer joins the church along with those who have come before and those who will come after, becoming a part of the cosmic body of Christ. We are each transfigured Christians, no longer only human, but taking on the glory of Jesus's light. Of course, this light, which we taken into the world and shared with not only Episcopalians, but Roman Catholics, Congregationalists, and those of every denomination, and even with those who do not yet know who Jesus actually is. This morning, I want to share a story about a mutual time of faith with others around the globe. At its merest, at its simplest, most evocative level, what we share in belief and what we pass on to our children and our neighbors is not about just one glorious moment on a mountain or just one day on which we pour water on a child's head. In the church's terms of faith, love, and hope, we are called to be witnesses every day. We are called to be witnesses every day, manifestly in bold little ways, actually walking with one another and with those we welcome through baptism into the household of God. Recently, on our parish pilgrimage to Western Ireland, I and others gained tremendous perspective coming to understand the Church of Ireland articulates its history, indeed its story, of almost 1,600 years of Christian worship and witness. Now, some centuries have been more fraught with danger and division than others, but the Irish people have survived, buoyed by different examples of ordinary days, lived in extraordinary conviction. Within the Republic of Ireland, an ecumenical sense of the church's survival has developed amongst Roman Catholics and Protestants alike after centuries of being told they needed to live apart in their differences. Up in the far northwestern corner of the nation, set a little inland from the wild Atlantic coastal way, the beauty of Sligo is oft reflected in the poetry of William Butler Yeats and in the paintings of his brother, Jack B. Yeats. There, in a once hidden ravine, 
A subtle bubbling spring with alleged curative powers flows out across the country to feed the local lake and to provide water to the neighboring towns, especially for the metropolis of Sligo. It was and it is a holy site from Celtic times. Quite notably, during the penal times when Roman Catholic worship was illegal, priests gathered their faithful to celebrate the Mass there in secret. And yet, in recent decades, priests, pastors, rabbis, ministers from across denominations and across faiths have brought their people there to gather in solidarity. Speaking across the ages from 1495, the theologian Tudor Aled once suggested, the waters of baptism are the life support of the world. They are the fountain of the waters that oils our faith. On the 11th day of our journey to Ireland, I assembled the pilgrims in this ordinary place of nature for a chance to renew our baptismal covenant. Now, to be fair, this site has become a spot to see for the faithful wanderer and the tourist alike in modern days. And yet, as we gathered around the healing spring flowing from a cleft in the rock, down across the valley, a transfigurative moment arose. Near the end of our prayers, one of our own, Carolyn Schmidt, began to sing softly an Aaron Copeland arrangement of Shall We Gather at the River? Of course, you're going to have your opportunity later this morning as she leads us in singing those verses. And then out from the bushes, along the path we ourselves had just traversed, came a massive tour group. There, our bus would have fit twice in theirs. And yet we later learned that they were 58 American Baptists from the South who stood silently watching us. And almost unexpectedly, Members of each cohort slowly joined together to bring this song of witness to a phenomenal crescendo and to an even more poignant close as we bellowed the refrains. You see, moments like these are what being a Christian in unity with others means. As Robin Eames, the famous and yet former Archbishop of Armagh, and primate of all Ireland once stated, when there are differences in the church, as there have been in every generation, we as Christians, indeed we as people of God, must rely on our heritage, our legacy, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. At that one tiny spring-fed ravine, we joined with others from our own nation, and yet we joined with people from across time to share our commonality, 
and to experience the extraordinary experiences of sharing in the light of Christ alive in the world. I offered a prayer that day, words which continue to awaken each of us, words that will awaken summer at our font today. Eternal Spirit, living God, in whom we live and move and have our being, all that we are, have been, and shall be, is known to you. Living flame, burn in us. Cleansing wind, blow through us. Fountain of water, well up within us. That we may love and praise you in deed and in truth. And so this morning, we witness the transforming power of the fountain of water, those waters of baptism, as we welcome not just a new child to this parish, but more importantly, a new member into the body of Christ, so that we together may share one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Amen.